Hi, I'm back. I'm on my way to St. Paul's Cafe Nero to see my friend Monica. And uh, I'm full of thoughts right now because last about four hours I spent with Luke Thompson, my hero from Luke's English Podcast, the voice behind Luke's English Podcast. And to be honest, I feel a bit uh, exhausted after that. It was impressive moment in my life. I felt really starstruck when I met him. He made a huge impression on me. He was a very friendly guy, very helpful. I was feeling pretty normal for the most of the time. But then, uh, later on, I became a bit more nervous. I don't know why, but it happened. Anyway, we met somewhere close to uh, Oxford Circus in a pub. We had one pint of Guinness. It was very nice. Luke actually bought the beer for me. It was very nice of him, a real English gentleman. Uh, and then we engaged ourselves in a long conversation, which ended with recording about two hours of the podcast. It was Zdenek's English podcast. Um, I was the host. Luke was the interviewee, which felt a bit weird, especially to be interviewing someone like Luke. Uh, me having not so much experience with this um, despite being the host of Zenx English podcast this was a really strange moment for me it made me feel a little bit nervous Luke did most of the talking and it was great really he gave a lot of information he uh, taught me some words and I found out more about him and about the world of podcasting I also asked him a couple of prepared questions. I tried to follow the conversation, of course. I tried to pitch in. I tried to contribute with my own thoughts. I'm not 100% happy with the way I did it. But now that I'm trying to look at it in retrospect from the hindsight, maybe I, could, I just couldn't have done better. It was just impossible for me in, the, in that state. You know, when you meet someone like that, like your star or your someone that inspired you that much, it's simply too hard to be yourself, right? It felt like before some very difficult exam, I um, overcame the fear. I went there, I met Luke, but I couldn't perform my best. Hopefully, this won't happen in my future many times. I, I guess it all comes down to experiencing moments like this you know it's like you can only improve if you let yourself out if you let yourself be exposed to all these moments it can serve to you guys as some kind of a model of going out there and doing something like this to coming out coming out of your comfort zone okay obviously it was pleasure to meet Luke don't get me wrong but at the same time It was really stressful, okay, because I was all the time thinking about how he might see me, what kind of impression I would make on him. I knew that I should have forgotten all this, but especially due to the fact that I spent so much time with him, which was actually very nice of Luke, to, um, to allow me to have so much to allow his fan, it was so nice of Luke to allow his fan to spend so much time with him. It felt, it felt like really like a present for I don't know what, 
I don't know what, well, maybe for um, being Luke's follower or just. But for me, for me, this is not like any kind of false flattery. This is really genuine. I really appreciate what Luke has done, and I really think that his work deserves a lot of praise, deserves a lot of appreciation, and it can really help a lot of people. Okay, especially the fact that he's doing it as a charitable work for free. This is something that is worth admiration, really. So, you know, I could have done a little bit better. I could have said more things and I could have said less stupid or fewer stupid things. But at the end of the, at the, end of the day, what matters is that I met Luke. I managed to record two hours of podcast material with him. I think I will cut this into about three episodes and I'll probably do a language analysis episode as well where I will pick up the different vocabulary Luke taught me. So yeah, I think this has been an amazing moment for me and really there are no words to describe this. I'm trying to do this but it's really hard for me. Well anyway, towards the end I just felt more and more nervous. I don't know why. But what happened was that I started saying even more nonsense. At the end, it culminated with what I said to Luke. When I was actually saying goodbye to him, um, I started flattering him, you know, started telling him how good his podcast is. Obviously, it's nice to hear flattery, but at the same time, there is a saying, flattery will get you nowhere. And this is something I don't normally do, like to flatter flatter people because I know like for example if you want to pick up a girl this is not what you should do just to come up to the girl and tell her how great she is how beautiful she is because this will be too dull too normal too boring yeah so I just hope I didn't come across as boring for Luke because I you know I said that his podcast is awesome several times so something like that I really wanted to contribute more by talking you know But my thoughts just disappeared. It was because I was so nervous, right? I don't, I don't get that nervous normally, but it happened. It happened. I wish I had said some things differently, but you know, it's just the way it is now. The, the whole meeting was amazing. And I just have to tell you what happened. At the very end, I said to Luke that i, I wished Luke good luck instead of good luck by mistake. It was a slip of a tongue and um, it only kind of underlined, it only proved that this meant so much to me, you know, that I couldn't even be cool about expressing my opinions in a normal way. You know, I was fighting with nervousness, with my inner fears and it, it was proven at the end when I obviously became a bit emotional because I had to say goodbye to Luke and possibly I won't, I won't ever see him again so um, you know what I said was good luck Luke instead of saying good luck anyway it amused him little and he said something to to make me feel comfortable so that's it yeah I think uh, that's what I wanted to tell you about this experience I hope You understood everything well? Right now I am in front of St. Paul's Cathedral and I'm heading towards Café Nero 
where my friend works. Not as a future manager anymore, her job title is now manager of a cafe. Alright, I'm on my way. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Tuesday, another day of my holiday and I'm just on my way to East Finchley which is on the northern line it's like a, a tube line because in London you have um, loads of different tube lines about 10 different colors I'm going from the Walthamstow Center right now I'm waiting for the door to be closed and the uh, train to leave or to depart from this station unfortunately I have to go via Tottenham Hill station which is obviously um, humiliating for me but anyway I am going to see Ethan in about an hour I set off earlier than I had to just to make it so right now I'm waiting for the door to be closed perhaps you'll, you'll even be able to hear the tube announcement in English so it might be interesting Anyway, I want to speak about yesterday um, later when I have fewer people around. It will be more comfortable. I'll tell you more about it in a while. Bye. It's me again. It's Tuesday today and right now I'm sitting and a green area in front of the tube station in Walthamstow. Uh, the sound you just heard was uh, a swarm, a swarm of pigeons uh, who got scared by my voice. Uh, there was a woman behind me actually, who is feeding the bird, who's feeding the pigeons uh, with some mm, pieces of bakery. But uh, it looks like I scared them off or something. Uh, never mind. I think I need to tell you a bit more about yesterday in fact it was one of the most extraordinary days in my life I did speak to you about it but uh, I think you could tell from my voice and um, kind of shattered thoughts that I wasn't exactly myself so what I did for this one is that um, I wrote it down I wrote my thoughts down so that you would have an opportunity to listen to my thoughts in a kind of a neat, organized way. Um, you know, at the moment I'm living at my friend's house uh, at Monica's. It's a terraced, terraced house in Walthamstow Center. Now I'm calm and relaxed, thinking about what happened yesterday. A truly amazing day in my life. Uh, I met Luke. What's more to say, you know, Luke, Luke Thompson from Luke's English Podcast, uh, unforgettable experience. First of all, I have to say that the only one I was disappointed with was myself. I knew that this was likely, um, I knew I would not be able to play it cool as much as I wanted. Um, at the time I felt relaxed and enjoyed being with Luke. But uh, later I got even more dazzled and starstruck and it all escalated at the end of our hangout uh, when I actually said 
uh, good love instead of good luck to Luke, which sounded ridiculous and uh, obviously um, it amused Luke himself and he made some kind of a British sense of humor kind of remark and yeah of course it uh, it made a fool out of me uh, but uh, you know at least uh, he, he he could see that I was really his huge fan I wasn't pretending on anything um, right so despite me behaving in a slightly awkward way Luke was very friendly to me he wasn't patronizing me or anything he told me hundred things we hung out for about three and a half hours, such a long time. And I wasn't really able to process everything that Luke told me, but I understood practically virtually everything. It felt like three and a half hours of a completely new podcast episode made by Luke, but this one was just for me, you know. Well, I actually recorded most of it for you. My talking time reduced... Uh, reduced to almost nothing as recording this episode made me even more stressed than I couldn't perform better it was like this has never happened to me before when I publish this episode you will have a chance to listen to it you will be able to uh, notice how stressed and how desert and starstruck I was that normally I dominate a lot of interviews, which is not exactly the best thing to do, I think. But normally, I'm kind of cool and calm and uh, talkative, but with Luke it was just a little bit hard for me. I tried, I did, but um, I ended up saying something ridiculous or boring or just not funny. And so, <laughs> it, kind of, it kind of lowered my confidence and I, I just, you know, I felt like anything I say is just stupid I can't go on like this so the natural course of action was that I actually stopped talking you know but anyway um, we talked uh, about a lot of things we talked about the advantages disadvantages of podcasts generally about doing podcasts about Luke's podcast about my podcast he told me about his life in Paris uh, his brother he encouraged me uh, doing my podcast. Also, we rambled a lot, which is normal. Uh, I ramble a lot on the podcast. Luke sometimes does this too, so I think he was very comfort comfortable talking, just talking, you know. But there were loads of interesting thoughts in it, don't get me wrong. It wasn't just some kind of a ramble about nothing, you know. These, these things we talked about, uh, they were often very profound and heavy topics. But sometimes it was a light-hearted, more light-hearted approach. Uh, on the whole, it was a, it was really, you know, it was really pleasant uh, interview, pleasant debate. Uh, so we talked about a lot uh, about various stuff. Uh, sometimes insignificant, sometimes more important. But anyway, most of what we talked about is recorded. I had some questions ready for Luke. But I asked only a few of them, actually, because once on the podcast, Luke can go on talking for ages. He was just unstoppable. I tried to pitch in as much as I could, but often I was unable to fully complement his magnitude and I wasn't able to catch up with his brilliance. I'm sure you understand me. I'm sure you can relate to this. Uh, just imagine you listen to somebody like Luke for ages, like, I mean, the podcast. 
myself I've listened to 199 episodes some of the episodes I listened to more times and then you meet this person you know who you know so well he doesn't know you that much but you know him so well because in his podcast he talks about himself so much it's like when you when you have a idol in your childhood a singer or an actor comedian whoever and you become attached to this person to a certain extent and it it even changes your life you know it completely turns it upside down uh, your ambitions or your uh, career path the way you pursue a career is kind of influenced by this person it becomes a source of inspiration for you and Luke is everything for me in terms of the inspiration of doing this podcast you know it's just you know it was the the reason very reason I started doing this podcast he's my only teacher as well uh, at the moment um, no one else is teaching me English but him right so he's, he's a person I really respect I look up to and then when you finally happen to meet this person which is of course amazing uh, I can't believe he really agreed to meet me um, then you know you feel a bit a bit of pressure really because you, you don't want to cast some bad light uh, you don't want to show yourself in a bad light you know you want to at least little bit impress the person or I, I don't know just sort of show him that um, the time he decided to sacrifice was worth spending for him you know you know what I mean right You'll be able to understand and fully appreciate what I'm talking, what I'm telling you right now. Once I get round to publishing it, the episode we recorded, I am, I'm going to turn into about three parts, because um, it was very long. It was almost two hours, and I'll definitely do a language analysis episode, not for correcting Luke's English, of course, naturally. You know, he is a native speaker and a teacher, and his English was flawless. Um, although I could record a, about eight-part podcast about uh, correcting my own errors, but then again, it wasn't exactly me talking most of the time. So it was Luke, which is great. Of course, that's what we need because I talk too much sometimes. And what I had in my mind is picking uh, some interesting bits of vocabulary um, and then just explaining them to you. Like there are some phrases, verbs, which I actually don't even know I guess them from context of what we were talking about so I think there is something I can learn from this myself but I'll have to listen to this back uh, myself okay to be honest with you I still can't wrap my head around what I did at the very end of our meeting because I kind of followed Luke to the tube station <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> it was a bit ridiculous of me I had some more time to spare before I was supposed to see my friend Monica because she was working at the time and I didn't I didn't delay Luke or anything it was just a bit weird I think it felt weird for for it must have felt weird for him too um, because I was like a dog you know I was following his master um, this wasn't meant to be like I wasn't I didn't really have to go uh, to the tube station that way because uh, I was taking a different line and Luke knew it so it looked a bit dodgy so I was following Luke and um, now that I'm thinking about it something a true check uh, would probably do you know it reveals it reveals uh, a true check in me 
I had to make the most of my meeting with Luke or something, which is a terrible, terrible quality, of course. But uh, I felt this way. I regret it now a bit. I could have played it a bit more cool, but you know what? Um, at the end of the day, uh, he could see that I'm his fan, you know, like, I really admire this person. And it's not a bad feeling, you know, to be admired and to be um, an authority. It it can feel good, so I don't think it was too awkward for Luke, but from my point of view, it felt a little bit strange. Anyway, you know, uh, I didn't know why, but uh, looking back at this, it reminded me of the times I uh, met my first date, you know, some good girls. I was an inexperienced green man, didn't know what to do really around girls, I was a bit awkward. It's a weird comparison, of course. Uh, because Luke wasn't exactly my date, was he? And I'm a heterosexual and he's just my podcasting hero, but it was pretty much the same, you know, it felt the same. Now, I was unable to, to express myself often because of being amazed by the presence of, his, of this character. Uh, I was blatantly self-conscious, thinking what he may think about me, repeated my vocabulary, so many times like it shrank it shrank to um, to small to small amount you know um, I felt like I was pre-intermediate user of English right and I think of myself as an advanced learner of English and that that was really I went like two levels down instead of me being naturally cool funny as I usually am of course <clears throat> Well, not always, but sometimes I try. I wonder what uh, that must have been for Luke, you know. <laughs> Meeting his fan, he told me he doesn't do this very often, which I was a little bit surprised about. I don't even remember if I shook hands with him when we said goodbye. Well, no, I think I, I actually did this. Oh, God, I did say that good love bit, though, ridiculously. But going back to my original idea of comparing this meeting with a first date with an awesome girl, you shouldn't flatter her, you know, you should, you should be a cool guy. You shouldn't put yourself down. You shouldn't demonstrate some kind of a lower value and just admire the girl, you know, just give compliments. This is exactly I, I must have done on several occasions now that I remember it. It's just... it. Uh, you know, it came naturally out of my mouth. I don't know. Everything wrong, I guess. I know the theory, but I wouldn't make such mistakes around a girl anymore because I know this. But I did it with Luke, like an inexperienced teenager. Anyway, it was meant to be. I can't take it back. I'm sure I didn't exactly impress Luke, but uh, this wasn't about impressing Luke. This was about meeting Luke. You know, and he met his fan after all. So, does it really matter? I don't think it does. But on the other hand, it was real. I didn't prepare anything to say. I didn't re read any anything from a stupid script like like I'm doing now, in a way. Not everything, actually. I'm adding a few bits right now as I go on, but most of it I'm reading. I had thought before the meeting about what I could tell him actually, but I forgot most of it anyway because I was so stressed. It I was so stressed. It felt like before some kind of exam. You know, guys, I could talk about this meeting and what it meant for me for ages, but I'm not sure. I think it might be 
enough. I might be even overdoing it now. So in a nutshell, I was nowhere near confident speaking English as I would be in an English classroom as a teacher, for example. But ultimately, I don't think it matters, really. What matters is that I met Luke. He was, as, as I imagined him to be, an awesome guy, very friendly and especially charismatic person. And the fact that I behaved in an awkward way won't change anything. Okay, that's all I wanted to tell you. Today I'm going to meet Ethan, my friend, and we're gonna go to the Arsenal Stadium, we're gonna go shopping to the Armory, and we're gonna have a really lovely day. I'll speak to you uh, later. Bye-bye. Today it's Thursday, so it, tomorrow is gonna be my last day of the holiday, unfortunately. Uh, I've just, I'm just sitting near Farringdon Road um, in London uh, in a pub outside. It's a terribly hot day and um, I went inside the pub to order some water because I was feeling absolutely exhausted and dehydrated. Uh, I spent last 30 minutes in the underground and it was just... Uh, really like like a hell there on the tube they say they uh, keep repeating that you should not you should be careful not to lose your belongings so you should keep your belongings with you at all times but also um, they say things like mind the gap and uh, stand clear of the door and stuff like that but apart from that lately they have been saying this new brand new phrase uh, which regards um, your uh, water level in your body, in your body. Well, basically, what they are reminding you is to uh, have some water on your travels in order in order to uh, prevent yourself from passing out. And I wouldn't say I was near passing out myself, but let's say I was dying of thirst. So uh, right now I have about 30 minutes until I go to see my friend Adela. It's a friend of mine about whom you haven't heard yet and possibly I will be able to record a podcast episode with her if she's up for it but uh, going back to my original idea I went to the pub to to order some water and um, I had some uh, money prepared in my hand you know some coins I didn't know exactly how much it would cost but um, the bartender just said it's all right mate very nice. I wonder if this would happen in my country, actually. Anyway, um, so I've got a glass of water with some ice in it. Really nice. Yesterday we had a barbecue. We ate some grilled meat and drank some beer, cider and also Becherovka, which is a traditional Czech drink I brought for my friends um, from the Czech Republic. Last two days I have uh, been shopping for gifts a lot. I'm not exactly a sightseeing kind of person, so uh, what I do basically here in London is uh, I visit my friends, most importantly, and then I go shopping. I shop around uh, to buy some gifts for my friends back in the Czech Republic. So um, I bought a lot of stuff and all these are some kind of you know, gifts, little gifts, some clothes, 
some mugs, uh, some tea as well. And, you know, I even made a joke yesterday uh, when I was in a bookshop. I was buying some book and when I was leaving the till, uh, the shop assistant asked me the usual question, would you like a bag? Would you like a bag? And uh, uh, I took my time because obviously here in London I'm a bit slower in thinking because it's like it's all new to me even though this is an old place and I know this like the back of my hand. I still don't feel very comfortable talking to people. Very, It's really weird. But I know I would get used to this, like, in a really short time. But at this moment, like, during my holiday, I wouldn't say I'm exactly at my best regarding the speaking fluency. Anyway, I took my time thinking about my answer. And then I, then I said, is the bag magic bag? Uh, he smiled and he said, unfortunately, I'm afraid it's not. So um, I took the bag anyway, you know. He smiled. It was a nice moment. Um... Today I also had an opportunity to haggle. I was in the Oxford Street, again shopping, and I saw an interesting T-shirt. It was black, and there was a like a sign in front saying, uh, "Keep cool, or keep calm." I'm an English teacher. I thought this is an appropriate gift for myself, so I went in, and there were no price tags. So what I had to do is to ask the shop assistant uh, what the price was, and. Um, he said it was 15 pounds. My in immediate reaction was that it was too much, you know. And uh, then he started saying, well, is it too much? Yeah, I, I could give you a little discount, you know. He said 12 pounds. I said, no, don't worry, it's too much, you know. And he, he kept going he kept going down, so he said 10 pounds. So he was basically haggling with me, and I'm not really used to it. And it kind of offended me, you know. It, it offended me that he offered this for the ori uh, original price of 15 pounds. It offended me because, uh, you know, what the hell was he thinking? Like I was some kind of stupid tourist or what? I didn't know that, that the T-shirt the was of such low quality it wouldn't match the price. Come on, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, I probably might have said, Okay, I'll take it for two pounds or something like that. I, I don't think he would he would have taken it. But anyway, I was a bit insulted, so I, I didn't bother. I said, don't worry, mate. I touched him on his shoulder and it just went away. I didn't get this T-shirt, all right? All right, so uh, as I said, I have about 30 minutes till I meet my friend. And uh, I'll have a nice day. I'll spend a nice couple of hours with my friend uh, and then I'll head back to... Monica's and hopefully I will see Ethan once again today we will see what's gonna happen yesterday I saw Franta another friend of mine and we could be recorded an, an amazing episode uh, where Franta told about his uh, experience of living in London he has been here for 12 years or something like that uh, actually he's living in Brighton I'm sorry he's living in Brighton and uh, you know he's a kind of a success story and Back then in Czech Republic, he used to be a radio DJ, and now he's working as a hotel manager. It's unbelievable. And his English was really awesome. And uh, I know Franta from about eight years ago. His English was, at that time, his English was nowhere near to what he's capable of producing now. Well, anyway, uh, the whole episode is a bit similar to the episode with Luke, Luke Thompson. It's because Franta didn't let me speak much, you know. Not that I mind, of course, uh, 
it's great for you listeners that you can get someone who is so fluent in English and you don't have to listen to me all the time. You know, maybe you need a break. You need to take a break from me. I would understand that. Sometimes I need to take a break from myself. Well, anyway, I'm going to finish this nice uh, cold glass of water and then I'll see my friend. So I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hello, listeners. Right now I'm at Manor House, right above the station. I'm actually not underground, I'm overground. I'm about 20 meters from the exit, from the underground. And there is this special place which has some special importance to me. It's called uh, Diamond Kebab. It's like a kebab, Diamond Kebab house. And this is exactly where I used to buy kebab um, eight years ago. Like almost every day because it was so good, you know, so um, delicious kebab. And the guy um, has been running this place for about 12 years now, maybe. And every time I come back, just to go on holiday, I always have this kebab. It's like part of my pilgrimage or something, you know. <laughs> I, I mustn't uh, let this opportunity slip. And I thought maybe, maybe today I could ask him, well, apart from having the, my last kebab of this holiday, maybe I could ask him to say hi to you, listeners. Let's just see what happens. He's quite busy right now, so um, we'll give it a go a bit later. Hopefully he'll be up for it. I mean, it's a bit awkward situation, really. Um, I'm sitting inside, uh, there's a customer there in front of me. And um, I wonder if this guy will be willing to say hi. I think he's uh, taking care of my kebab and of the other customer's kebab right now. So uh, I don't know why I say kebab. I think it's a bad pronunciation. I should say kebab. That's what Ethan taught me about two, two days ago. Kebab. So the stress is on the second syllable. What is a kebab? I think it's a Turkish traditional meal. Um, it's basically meat and what I'm having now is called chicken shish. It is 520, 5 pounds 20 pence and it's the best one uh, they have here. The price hasn't changed for eight years which is uh, pretty much amazing because normally because of some inflation and stuff like that the prices change. So I, ha I wonder how this man is uh, has been able to deal with this. Um, anyway, um, I'm still waiting, hoping that he would say hi. Hopefully, uh, he's like looking at me right now. Hello. Hello. So, could you say hi to my listeners, maybe? Hi. You're a journalist? No, I'm not a journalist. It's just a podcast for learners of English as a second language. Oh, so it's it's a free free project basically it's something I do in my free time uh, it's not are you learning English or are you teaching? I am teaching English and uh, my students are learning English so I just thought like you could say hi uh, to my <laughs> listeners listeners yeah <laughs> I can uh, see the, the guys I don't, I don't know what to say it's okay don't worry about it I can see it's a bit uncomfortable for you so don't worry about it so um, I just failed the attempt to speak to, to the boss but Never mind, uh, I've tried. Um, 
I don't have to have uh, some kind of guilty conscience because I tried, right? Sometimes um, things you're doing, especially if you're a podcaster, can be a bit awkward and uh, often uncomfortable for other people. And you've just witnessed uh, me trying to convince a guy uh, who is obviously been here, who has been obviously here for about 12 months, 12 years, I mean, to um, give us his say on the thing he must be really proud of himself, you know. I mean, this place has been here for, as I said, 12 months and a lot of people come back, like me. Okay, I have to make a little edit here. Not 12 months, but 12 years. And by the way, the pronunciation of the word is kebab. I would travel across the whole London to get his kebab. But, you know, he's a shy guy or he just doesn't like publicity. Or maybe he is afraid that this is uh, something that millions of people would listen to. Well, despite me trying to convince him, um, he still refused. But never mind. I'm going to have my kebab. And that's, uh, after all, what matters right now, I think. Uh, because... Um, I'm hungry as a horse. Hopefully there won't be any horse meat in it. So now it's just going to be the chicken meat. And I definitely look forward to it. Hopefully this guy won't charge me extra for annoying him with the podcast. Hopefully he will just smile at me and uh, we will part in a friendly way. Because, I don't know, this must have been a bit weird for him. But anyway, I think he's looking at me maybe... He thinks it's time for me to pay or something. I had better finish recording this, okay? So I'll get back to you. This is my last day and um, I'm gonna be here for about four more hours and then I go back to the Czech Republic. All right.